Tailgate, home of Aggie football, brought to you by David Coffin, PLLC, tax controversy and litigation lawyers, the only tax controversy attorneys in Bryan College Station. Folks, don't forget to email us at axtailgate at gmail.com. Please subscribe on the YouTube channel. Leave us some comments on the YouTube channel, Facebook, Instagram. We'll try to get you guys on the show. Um, and give you some responses. Corey, what's up, man? Oh, just ready to do this thing. Ready to do this and then go watch some Monday Night Football. Amen to that, man. So, look, much better place than we were at a week ago after this game against App State, right? Right. Aggies beat Miami. It was 17-9 at Kyle Field. Late, late kickoff at 8 p.m., man. That thing was rolling until after 11, wasn't it? It was late. It was late. Uh, We were fighting to stay away. Yeah. So, let's start with this. Much better situation than last week. Still a lot to work on. I was going to say, yeah. Still a lot of things that need to improve. <laughs> but we got a W. I'll tell you, luck was on our side. Luck was definitely on our side. I don't know. I mean, you might think different, but hey, those other guys, Miami dropped some passes. The game could have gone the other way. Our defense stood up. I think our secondary looked good, but yeah, we got the win. Go ahead. Look, I, I'm I'm going to tell you this. I thought, and we'll get into more detail. I thought that you saw a big time progression from game two to game three. I know that we still have a lot to do, and we'll get into some of that as well. But honestly. You know, everybody had Miami ranked real high and all that stuff, and it's a win over a ranked opponent. They're still ranked, right? Yeah. And and so doesn't take away from the fact that that's the case. Is it a win against Arkansas? No. Mm-mm. But it's a start. It's a start moving in the right direction. So let's get right into it. Let's start with the offense. Look, this offense was not explosive in any way. It didn't generate a ton of yardage. I mean, I think a total of 264 yards combined. Ran for 124, passed for about 140. You know, so it wasn't exactly a great performance by this offense, but it was better than App State. App State. (laughs) I don't think you can do much worse than App State. But uh, Max Johnson, I thought he looked great. Uh, in the pocket. And I mean, maybe not great. The offensive line still needs some work, but he uh, he stayed in the pocket. He looked poised. Um, I think uh, the future looks a lot brighter with him at quarterback than with David Haynes. Look, I think that that's a great point right there. Let, let us start with Max Johnson because that's what everybody's going to focus in on, right? Max Johnson came in and we won. Max Johnson came in, we won. Cause and effect. Cause and effect, right? That's what everybody's going to say. And let me tell you this. I agree with you. Max Johnson looked better than Haynes King this week. He definitely looked better because, to me, not that, look, not that he was all that great, but to me, just watching the presence in the pocket. Absolutely. Little things about sort of his demeanor in the pocket. You watch his feet, you watch his eyes. He was sitting in there and looked a lot calmer than what Haynes King did mm-hmm. a week ago again at Sav State when he was very rattled yep. and wanting to get the heck out of there for most of that game, right? 
So <coughs> I think from that standpoint, he did look better. Yeah, I thought so. I mean, he looked a lot better. I mean, just stepping up in the pocket when the pressure was coming around. I mean, you see, just a, it's not the big running around the happy feet. He's just sliding, you know, the yeah. stuff you talk about all the time. Mm -hmm. he's, he's making that little slide. He's keeping his head downfield. Even when he's under pressure, I mean, he's getting hit. He's still looking downfield. He's still looking to make that play, make the pass. He, he didn't put the ball in harm's way. I didn't really see it that much at all about throwing terrible passes, something. I mean, he took the sack when he had it, had to take it, or he'd run out to the side, you know? I thought he yeah, he controlled the ball. He, he put our, didn't put our defense in bad situations. You know, and that's a great point, right? Because ultimately there was a couple of things. One that I, on the positive side is I don't think we were ever really at risk of a turnover, right? He didn't do anything to force a throw at any point in time, which was dangerous. He didn't have any situations where we thought he was about to fumble or those kinds of things. So I thought he took care of the ball, which as you, as you, as you point out all the time, put our defensive in good situations or don't put them in bad situations and allow the defense yeah. to win games. So he was 10 of 20 for 140 yards in the touchdown, right. seven carries for 23 yards in, in the running game. He had a couple of important carries in the drives that led to scores, yeah. right, to create first downs. Um, the one thing he didn't do, and this is the other side of that coin, which we've said before, the one thing he didn't do was go down the field, go down the field right? We know he's not going to be aggressive down the field. I imagine at some point as he sees receivers going free down the field, right. he'll let it go. Yeah. As he did against A&M last year, when he is forced to make a play and he's under pressure, he'll push it down the field some. Right. Right. He pushed it into coverage in that touchdown in the last seconds. Right. But he's not going to do it on a regular basis. Now to a certain extent, that's a good thing that he's not forcing it down the field. Yeah. But I still would like to see him keep the defense honest. Yeah. Yes. When when we're one on one mm -hmm. with our really good yeah. athletes. It's gonna open the whole field. Give those guys, give those guys a chance, right? Opens the field up. It'll open your underneath passes, the running game. Um but yeah, he that's something we didn't see, but I think he needs to build a rapport with some of these receivers. And know right now you saw it with Anias. He went to Anias a lot. Uh, Yule Keith, he had him open one play that we, and we saw. And we didn't talk about it. We didn't talk about it, but we haven't talked about it yet. Four freshmen missing. We'll talk oh, about the two guys yeah. on defense later on. But offensively, Evan Stewart, who's been a big part of the resurgence of the explosive passing game for this Aggie team, not playing. Right, uh, Marshall, the other big-time five-star freshman wide receiver, not playing. They Moose, were out. They were not playing. They were out. Had a good old time, you know. Why is Moose not playing? <laughs> Moose not playing. What? And we'll get into that. Well, that's a good question. Preston so, not playing. Preston not really playing much. I think I saw him in there one God. play the entire day, if I if I remember correctly. So, look, Max. Improvement in maybe poise, right? Probably showing his experience, right? Mm -hmm. His ability to move around in the pocket, different things. It's a move in the positive direction. Rest of the offense. Look, A chain comes out. It's probably not probably. 
This is his best game yet this year. Yeah. Right? Best game yet. 18 carries, 88 yards, four catches, 42 yards, and a touchdown. That touchdown was an impressive, impressive catch, right? Mm-hmm. He sat in there, made some guys miss, got into the end zone. Um, I thought he had a really strong game. It wasn't his best game ever. You know, he's had some big, big, big performances. But this is definitely his best game of the season. Right. Yeah, he played well. I mean, that's what we expected him to I mean, that's, he set the bar high. And that's what we expect. Him and Smith both. So let's talk about the rest of the running backs because I think that one of the things that we were happy to see is we did bring in some of the other guys, yeah. right? LJ and Daniels, as well as Crownover playing some fullback, right? Right. So we brought in other guys, get them some reps, a little bit of a change of pace, especially LJ in the backfield who was in the eye. And we'll yeah. talk about some of the formations right. and different Power. things. Yeah. Um, but at the goal line also, you right. know, so – you know, I thought I thought that was a step forward for this offense as well, starting to see some of those other guys to get some change of pace in there. Not that A-Chain's not the guy you want on the field. He obviously is. But it's good to have somebody that changes the pace. Well, I don't see why they don't bring him in on first down, just let him run an area down and just weaken that, that defensive line. Let him know he's coming. Yeah. That LJ's a load. That I, is a load. I wouldn't be I wouldn't be upset if they if yeah. they handed over to Crown over either, right? Yeah. I mean, yeah. that dude's a, a big old boy. Exactly. So – so some different faces in the backfield this week. I think I, I do think that Jimbo understands that having that change of pace is a good thing. We hope. Does he? I was about to say, does he? <laughs> but you know, mm-hmm. continuing to get those guys some carries. Amari Daniels, you know, had had some plays that look, you know, he looked good at times. Yeah. Um, and doing those things, right? So diversifying a little bit on the offense. And you know what? Maybe not a bad thing to see them in there at the same time. How about A-Chain no. with Crownover in there yeah, as exactly. well? Having that lead blocker that, that they used for LJ. Well, they had Max Wright in there. He helped out. So tight pulling, ends. Yeah, pulling, making that block. Max Wright comes back, first game back this yeah. season. He, he did a great job. and Green get the playing time at tight end. Yeah. Had some two tight end sets. Looked good in yep. some of the two tight end sense, running the power, pulling one of those guys behind the, the guard as exactly. well. Um, I thought it was a good ch- also change in the scheme is getting some two tight end sets in there. Two tight yep. end sets and two backs at the goal line. It's just nice to see something different. Yeah. The same. I mean, in, in the long term, it was the same because the results weren't great, but it was something different that gives us hope for the future. Look, I'll tell you this. There was a couple of different occasions that – Max had some really nice blocks. There's a couple of different occasions where Green had some really nice blocks, especially in that power play coming back underneath. Mm-hmm. You know, was he perfect? No, I think he missed the block in one of the running plays also that, that ended up creating some of the you know, the uh, pressure in the backfield. But overall, as his first game back, I felt it was a he really provided provided right. something for this offense, right? I think Jimbo's having a hard time trying to figure out his talent. Because that tight end room is loaded. You and I watching the practice, we're like, Yeah, where's Jake? Where's Jake? Where's, I mean, where's, Dio. yeah, where's everybody at? And, and it seems like that would be a strength of, uh, of Max Johnson throwing the ball short to tight ends in play action. Yeah, but I didn't see a lot of play action. Mm-hmm. I didn't see stuff that we think would be a strength right. for Max. And I do want to talk about the scheme a little bit more. But you're right, as far as player personnel is concerned, yeah. 
you know, in that tight end group, we thought that we probably would see some of Jake and some of maybe, you know, where, what's going on with Blake Smith? Is he ever going to get into the game? Or, yeah. You know, he uh, played more last year. Yeah, and so, you know, you, you, you sort of wonder what the situation is there, especially on a team that, you know, Jimbo keeps talking about the fact that the identity of this offense is the running game. Well, if it is, let's go some power running game. Let's go with two, three tight ends at times. You know, yeah. maybe use one as a fullback even, right? And and get in there and pound it right at right out of defense from time to time. Right. We haven't seen that yet. I thought we did a little bit more this week with some two tight end stuff. Um, also helped to get uh, use the tight end to help get. Uh, a chain open and some of the you know right. some of the different yeah. formations and things and we'll talk more about that. But maybe he'll continue to move in that direction. Maybe get some more of the tight ends involved. Uh-huh. He's probably going to tell us that we only we only had 58 plays of offense. 52. 52 plays of 52. offense. You know, which is not a lot. Well, the week before we had 38. So hey, that's an improvement. Hey. We're, we're moving in the right direction. Yeah. Let's talk about the receiving room here because I think this is another big piece. Look. Missing Evan Stewart, who obviously has been a guy that has shown the ability to play right off the bat. He's been an explosive piece for this offense from day one. Yeah. Um, him and Anaya Smith have been those those things. Marshall's been pretty consistent. Marshall's been good, still more of an underneath guy, but mm-hmm. you'll keep also. So no, so no Marshall, no Stewart. We get a lot of Anais, obviously, who doesn't come off the field. Price. Played a ton, Chase Lane, and Yul Keith Brown. And that's really the four-man rotation at wide receiver that we saw on Saturday. I believe I saw Preston on one occasion, but that's about it. No Moose. I don't and understand it. Especially with the freshman out. I mean, what's going on with Moose? I don't know. Who's been a playmaker? It definitely seems that way, right? Yeah, I mean, they're interesting. I mean, that's these are guys that Johnson's been throwing the ball to in practice. We watched him do it. Yeah, but he's practice. working with the second team for all this, a lot of the time. It's been Preston and Moose back there. But and and here's the other thing: when in the game, when in the game, Preston and Moose have been playmakers, right? When yeah. they played last year, those guys made big plays. Moose is a guy that's made a huge catch every time he's been on the field. Every yeah. freaking game he's been on the field, he's made a huge and he, catch. And you know what kills me? Price is his big receiver, right? Yeah. They don't use his size at all to their advantage. Correct. You know, you watch other teams play, and they have a 6'5", six, 6'6", six, 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 guy. They go over the top, they, they throw them jump balls. I have not seen one of those. And we got some size out there. Yeah. I mean, no. Jake Johnson, I think Green's pretty big. I mean, we got some big guys that can go up and get a ball. But And you're right. That's not being used. Price wasn't used in that take. But And then on the <coughs> other side, Chase Lane... Chase Lane can't get separation, especially in Jimbo's offense, because Jimbo's offense is predicated on one-on-one play, right? Yeah. It's predicated on the receiver beating the, the defensive back. And in this situation, he can't get separation when it's one-on-one. If they're going to keep Lane in there, they got to use him in situ- to, you know, with rub routes or something to get him space, but he's not going to create the space on his own. It just isn't going to happen. That's Why not is who he, he is. is. I just don't get it. I mean, there must be something Jimbo sees that we're not seeing because well you know how it goes with Jimbo same thing with Haynes Keen, you know right? how it goes with Jimbo yeah. this is a guy that knows the offense you know does everything right blah 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 but he can't make plays is he a good blocker uh, he, yeah. he, he tries he goes yeah. he, whatever he, he's he's decent. Yeah. but he's not like this exceptional blocker actually as a matter of fact Price did a really good job blocking on Saturday right so he didn't have any catches but he sat in there and yeah. made some of- plays 
in the running game or for his other receivers because of his blocking. Right. Uh, we didn't see Yo Keith Brown catch a ball. No, I don't even know if they targeted him, but maybe once or twice at that. And and like I said, he was running open on a, in the flat one time, and Johnson so, just threw it underneath. You know, we talked about the lack of explosive plays. I mean, everybody's gonna everybody's gonna come back and say, well, Stewart. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Understood. Stewart one there. He's not the only explosive athlete on this team. No, we got tons of them. Right. Anias is a guy that can get down the field and go make plays for Anias you. Anias returns punts. He's one of the He's most dangerous it. punt returners right? in the league. Yeah. Uh, Yul Keith has done it already this season. He's a guy that's explosive and can get after it, right? We saw A-Chain in practice run a wheel route, and they hit him deep. Remember that? A-Chain can come down. I mean, and I'm just hit. saying, have we seen that this year at all? No. What linebacker can stay with him? None. And and so I'm not sure DB could stay with him. But here, and, and, and so my point is, like, some people will point to the personnel and say, well, that's why the, the explosive wasn't there. I don't think it's personnel. And I do wonder what's going on with Moose and Preston. Why are they such in, in the doghouse and such a, you know, compared to these other guys? Um, so, I don't know. The other one is, you know, the other freshman, Noah Thomas, you know, what's, mm-hmm. what's going on with him? He didn't, get, he didn't get any reps either. But ultimately, we would hope we would hope that guys like Moose, guys like Preston, who are proven playmakers, can also get on the field. I mean, right. we like the freshmen, and we we know their athleticism and all those things, but those guys are proven, and they're physical, right? Right. They're not afraid of the contact. They're used to playing in the SEC. I think that helps you at some point, you know, in that regard, right? Well, what kills me is, like you were telling me earlier, is the offense, because I was asking, it's like, why are these small schools getting three, four hundred yards of passing against bigger schools? We have more talent than they have, and we can't get over 150, 200 yards passing and 100 yards rushing. Well, and you say it's the offense, and I agree with you, but it, I mean it's the offensive scheme. We can't get players open. We can't yeah. get our best players. What they're doing in small schools, they're running these little rub routes, they're running little things, and they're, they're, it's it's working. They're getting yeah. points on the board. And they're keeping their defense off the field for a little while. But We're not only that, not only that, right? I mean, there's a, there's another part of it. We can, we can go to the scheme now. Let's go to the scheme now. We'll finish off with the offensive line for the okay. offense. Let's go to the scheme now because scheme-wise, there were some things that we were happy about, right? Look, Jimbo ran the first tailback screen I've seen him run in the last couple of years, even though it was incomplete. I was about to say, yeah. It was incomplete. Yeah. The defensive lineman, Maybe the defensive lineman went and read it out. Of course, he ran it on second and five, which is traditionally not a, 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 a down where defenses are going to start bringing big time heat. Right? They're playing the run, so they're mm-hmm. they're sort of just holding up offensive linemen. It didn't make a lot of sense in the down and distance in which he he ran it, but he ran it. And maybe we'll see a little bit more in, a, in right. better situations going down. You know, as the as the year goes on. Not only that, they used some bunch sets. That was a positive. Yeah. You know, and used the bunch sets to try to get a chain open a couple of times, which they did, and threw him the ball when he caught the ball on the on the little wheel route there. You know, they used those guys to try to rub some defenders and make the make the guy covering him get over the top of all that, and it worked. What about motion? They brought in some motion. We they, talked about it last week. Hey, yeah. use a little bit of motion. A nice Smith coming over, coming right. across, try to distract the eyes of the linebackers, the guys playing. And so I think all of those things were started to implement. They were they started to implement this week. 
they're not real good at it because it's not natural for Jimbo Wright. He yep. doesn't do a great job in that sense. But at least they're bringing it in, and now all of a sudden, maybe something we can see more of in the future, right? I hope so. Um, did, you, did you see Max many checks? I don't. I didn't, I didn't pay attention to that. Yeah, there were a few checks. I mean, but you know, their their checks are so. It's, it's always a check to a pass, right? <laughs> That's the way they work. Uh, which, which, you know, half the time is probably the wrong I move. just feel like with his dad being an ex-quarterback, you know what I'm saying, that he's taught his son how to read a defense yeah. and be able to say, hey, this is where they're coming from. I mean, yeah. You're left-handed. You're going to have to use that to your strength because it's like boxing. If you go up against a lefty, it's a southpaw. It throws it's you a little bit different. Yeah. Exactly. It's a little bit different. That's and I thought we reacted pretty well to that part of it. Uh, you know, scheme-wise, we talked about it. They only had 52 plays, right? Still still slow, mm-hmm. right? Which that's not going to change anytime soon. But if you want to start running big-time plays and getting all kinds of stuff, I mean, get up to the ball and go, go. Right? Right. They did that what? They, they did, did it for tempo. like two plays. Yeah, they did tempo like once or twice. <laughs> and it's know. the thing, I mean, just, I just want to see them get first downs. They have a sustainable drive. Sustained drive. Yeah, yeah, get the ball from their own 20, take it down and punch it in. And they're still not doing that will like we want them to see. We don't want to see like we see with other teams again, where they just punch them in the mouth. Again, though, Jimbo's colors always, and his stripes always show, right? He's a pass guy. So we go down and score with a running play with A-chain, go do those things, come back, very next series, it's pass, 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 right? Yeah. That is his nature. And it doesn't make is sense. It a neg- if it's a negative play, yeah, we're gonna throw a negative play on first down. We're gonna throw it on second and third down. But as a coach, you gotta read the game how it's going. What's okay? My defense is playing pretty well. Man, they've been on the field a lot. Maybe we should slow it down. Just let's run it. Right. Let's get some first downs. But no, he comes out, does a three and out. Bam. Next time they defense get ready, back in there. Three and out because he goes with the pass. And it's and not fooling anybody. That's the problem. No, and that's not, the thing. It's not. It's second and eleven, and all of a sudden we've given up on the run. And everybody knows we've given up on the run. The defense is playing straight pass, and all of a sudden we're wondering, well, why is it hard for the offensive line to block? Well, they're teeing off. Yeah, exactly. Right. And they're doing all these twists and stunts and different things. Well, yeah. it makes it more difficult, right? Right. So every once in a while, if you take that second eleven, just say, okay, well, let's run it because we have a guy, by the way, at tailback that can break it. You know, break it anything, and take it anytime. anywhere, right? Yeah. Anytime. Unless you guys on the field, at least. And you're much better off getting to third and seven, six than you are third and eleven again, right? Exactly. So, because Max Johnson's not going to run for eleven yards to get your first down, but he'll run for five or six. Yeah. You know. Absolutely. And so I guess my point is, he he could. I guess my point is, it's still partially because of the play calling, right? And let's move into the offensive line, right? Because this is the last piece on offense, and you know everybody has those guys as. You know, boy, they are doing so bad. The offensive line needs so much improvement. Let me tell you something. Out of the entire planet of people that exists, Mm -hmm. there's about four of us that have sat here and watched that offensive line over the first three weeks. Right. One's the offensive line coach. Jimbo's not one of them. (laughs) Yeah. He may be. No. But you know what I'm saying? There's not very many people who have gone back and watched play-by-play exactly where the offensive line is doing. And let me tell you. What did I say after the first game? They were bad, right? Yeah. Especially the guards. Guards. Yeah, you said Aki was terrible. Rob wasn't much better. Second game? You said they're keeping their heads down, Aki especially. Second game? Yeah. They were better. Not good, Mm -hmm. but better. 
They showed some improvement. The guards played a little bit better. I thought Wyckoff played a lot better. I thought the tackles played pretty well. Yeah. Still had a couple mistakes here, but overall they were pretty good. Now, not as bad of situations. They recognize different things a lot better as far as stunts and twists and different things coming across their face, which means that they were doing a better job of keeping their eyes up and sort of head on a swivel instead of just burying their heads in different guys or, or, or leaning too much. So, second week better. Third week, I think they've played a little bit better again. Now, let me tell you. How many sacks did I don't even remember? I gotta go check the stats. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Um, they had, a, they, they did have a couple of sacks, but some of that's Max Johnson who holds the ball, right? I mean, that's part of who he is. He holds the ball. Yeah. He's not gonna put it in harm's way, right? Right. Now, so the offensive line comes in week three. Running game gets a little bit better. Look, everybody's going to blame it on Foster being in there. Understood. Wyckoff was not the problem. As a matter of fact, Foster still had still had some issues where he was, you know, he, you know, he hadn't played in a long time. Right. So he had some rust he had to pick up, you know, dust off. And he got better as the game went on. Yeah, that's what you were saying. Early in the game, he had some issues. Then he, the longer he was in there, I thought he played better. Uh, better with his hands, better with his head. But, you know, he has, he still has little things where, like, hat placement, right? Like, he's down blocking on the gap on the uh, power play. And he'll sit in there, he gets his hand over, his, his hat up, out and across his across his face and doesn't take away the cut, the, the over-the-top move back into where the play's supposed to go, right? Right. He's got to get that outside hand to that outside shoulder and probably wants to keep his hat on this side of that hat and try to force him over the top on it, right? So that way... You're 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 keeping him away from the play side. Now, if that guy makes a big play and comes underneath, the tailback should be a good enough athlete to cut it back underneath, um, back to the back side, right? right? But that's sort of the thing. There's you go watch them, and there's Aki horrible with his hat placement, horrible with his with his eyes, right? That guy. So most of played a lot better. better. If you're seeing this, are they seeing that? The coaches seeing that? Are they? Well, I think it's why Moko started, Moko started getting a lot more. He started the game one at the left guard spot, and he also started getting more of the reps. So that's probably an indication that they are seeing that. The it, thing uh, about Aki is he's physically gifted, right? He's a big old boy, right. and he's, uh, I mean, he is. He, he can, he's playing guard, and he can easily play tackle because he's that athletic as a big man, right? What about your boy Wyckoff? Did he get in the game? Did you see him at all? No. Okay, I didn't yeah. know if he, I thought you had said something I did not see him. might see him at guard. I didn't know if he came in. We didn't see him. You know, Layden Robinson, who's a guy that, you know, has first been on an All-American list and yeah. first guard taken off the board, he has not played well. Mm-hmm. He has not played well at all. As a matter of fact, he was one of the, he's one of the guys that caused more of the, more of the pressure this past week was him. Um, I think we had one where Fathery, came inside and the guy came out, you know, and he sort of, he, he let that one by. He didn't see it. He didn't recognize it. But for the most part, he was pretty good. Zoom, not really, you didn't really notice Zoom, which is a good thing for an offensive lineman. But he wasn't, you know, ex, you know, great, explosive, super, you know, but not a lot of mistakes either. So that's right. a good thing. You know, the offensive line is getting better. They need to continue to progress. I don't think it's necessarily the Foster situation. I thought Wyckoff was playing great. I think it's using Moko more at the, at the left guard and the guards generally playing playing better. 
the combo blocks are starting to get a little bit better. Passing things off, gotcha. seeing things, working right? as a team, working as a team, as gotcha. a group. Maybe it would have helped to be to have all those guys in there working on that at the beginning of before the season started. Yeah, all in one. A lot of what I see though, I see the play calling not helping the offensive line at all. Yeah. I mean, if you see the team loading up the box, right, and you got four wides. Yeah, that's a great point. I mean, it's not helping them out. It's making them look worse. Like, hey, you missed a block with six guys coming. You got five of them there. What are you supposed to do? And there were several occasions that I went back and watched. Well, yeah, you got four wide out there. They bring six. You you let you release the tailback, and Max doesn't see the tailback wide open, by the way. And then he's holding the ball and ends up, you know, getting You said getting that during the game. Right? You said, where's your hot? Where's your... Yeah, absolutely. There was one. I mean, they were coming for sure. You saw it coming. Yeah. You saw it. They were showing it. Where's your hot read, right? Boom. All routes downfield. You know, like 10, 15 yards downfield, right? And yeah. so there was no hot route. They got him and sat, right? Exactly. So you can't blame that on the offensive line. You can't blame it on them when they, you know, they blocked five, but they brought six. That's what I'm saying. That's and the same thing in the running game. If they're up in the box, that's why I was asking about the checks. Is I think Max over time is going to get better with that. He'll check out of them. He sees a hey man. They Another guys. reason that using the tight end, using the back, exactly. keeping those guys in, you know, more options. Um, one more time. There was one play where, I mean, he threw it into he threw it into real tight coverage, and underneath, um, underneath A chain was wide open. Mm-hmm. Right. Get him the ball in space, by the way. Oh yeah. Um, no, he did I, drop a pass or two. I can't he, he dropped what that one, one of the first ones on that little wheel route, and then they came back to him a little bit later, and gotcha. they, they got it. Um, the other thing is, we talked about the the goal line. We had brought in the two, the, the tight end and the two backs. They're running a zone lead basically, right? Where it's zone blocking one way, and the the fullback sort of lead. And I hate that. I hate the zone lead with the fullback, right? Because you don't really get any separation from from your blocking system. I thought with with the fullback in there, you should probably go to more of a man concept, whether it's an actual lead play separating at the at, you know at the tackle and guard in there, blocking down and then letting that guy lead up on linebacker, or some sort of gap play where you run the power or the GT using that back to kick somebody out. Because now you're trying to create some separation between those two guys instead of having everybody flow. Whenever the defense has got every gap basically covered on a goal line stance, right? Now you're flowing, you're not creating anything as far as that. And when the fullback comes in there, they're basically running in the back of the offense. Yeah. Um, all right. Look, we talked about it, right? They're, they were better. They weren't great, but they were better. Player of the game for the offense. I'm going Max Johnson. I said it before. I think he made a big difference. Uh, he, the poise, I think if we had Haynes King in there, I don't know if we win that game. I think that Haynes would have been turning the ball over somehow. His feet would have got happy. Yeah. He would have ran into trouble, not out of it. Um, but I think Max is our, right now I think he's our best option at quarterback. Yeah, I agree that he was better. I still think the player of the game on this occasion was A-Chain, right? I mean, right. He, he had some... He had some big plays throughout the day. He obviously had the touchdown. You know, I mean, to me, to me, he started to show a little bit of that. He also started to show a little bit better vision. 
Uh, one of the things that we don't talk about with Foster and A-Chain is in the off-season they're running track, right? Mm -hmm. And there's something about repetition, repetition, repetition that improves not only mm -hmm. your physical skills, but your mental skills on the field as far as cutting back and seeing things as a tailback, right? right. Just a feel for the hole. And I, and I thought he did a little bit better job yesterday or a Saturday, you know, finding those creases, seeing the cutbacks a little bit better. He wasn't perfect, but I thought he was a little bit better, and I think it's the repetitions. That Real quick before you go to defense, I think our punter played really well. I yeah. Think he punted the ball great. I Absolutely. think our new kicker, he didn't oh, miss it. He, he didn't kick the ground. So <laughs> there's, there's that. Yeah, I'm uh, insane. I mean, that's improvements. That is. That is big-time improvement. But Nick, yeah, Nick, uh, I think uh, SEC Special Teams Player of the Week or something along yeah, those I mean, lines. Put the ball within the 10, 5-yard line. Had them inside the 5 on a couple of different games. About big time, big put time. the defense yeah. in a better situation. If he doesn't do that and they get the ball at the 50 instead of the 5 or 10. No, Corey, that's a, a great point. That might be a different game. All right, let's move over to the defensive side. Look, Jalen... Jalen Jones, first game back, lead tackler for this defense. Hey. I thought he played a pretty good game. Uh, you know, he's, you know, the thing about him is he's very physical. He's a guy that gets mm -hmm. his head in there. He's not the best cover corner, but right. the dude's effort is always there, right? And he's, and he's in it. <laughs> Last year, we were all so high on Jalen Jones. <laughs> first two or three games, oh, they're not throwing his way. Uh, yeah. After that, just, oh, it all went to shit. And, but now, I mean, he's got the talent. Yeah. I mean, it's just the effort. I mean, and he showed it. If he gives that every week in, week out, so it stays healthy. A couple of things that Jalen Jones is very critical in this game because of Smoke and yeah. Harris both yeah. suspended, right? Two freshman cornerbacks that have gotten a ton of playing time this year right. already were expected to be a part of the mix. Obviously, uh, uh, the other Jones is, is still out. Mm -hmm. But then on top of that, George, first quarter, right. gets tossed Toss on targeting. targeting. Yeah. And shortly after that, Richardson yeah. tossed on a target. And both those targeting calls came on what? Third down. Yeah. I mean, drive stop. I thought, yeah, we had we had a stop in the drive, and all of a sudden now it gives them a first down. I mean, they weren't even called on the field. Yeah. It was called up in the booth, the guys watching it. And sure enough, they did. I mean, and that's got to be coaching. They got to sit there and coach those guys up better. Say, keep your heads up, know what you're doing, because you're hurting the team. I mean, you're giving yeah. a free 15 yards in the first down and sustaining drives that we stopped. You I mean, know, and there's sometimes when you see those, and look, the, the damn offensive player drops his head right the last second, and it yeah. creates. You know, in these this occasion, especially I think that probably the George one more than it, you know he he really came in head down sort of situation mm -hmm. that 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 really. Uh, change things but, but I mean, cause it was a big part of the game because all of a sudden yeah. a secondary that's already down a couple of guys tired, yeah. is down two more guys but our secondary did play well overall they played really well yes but the thing is i mean those stats were misleading i was talking to you earlier about them before we came on it's like miami got 27 first downs they got almost 400 yards total well you don't think about the things that cause those drives to keep going, like right. the 15-yard penalty. That's a first down. You don't think... And the yards that come after that. Yeah, the, the guys could have got off the field. I mean, that's, right. that's huge. I mean, we did a great job with the bend, don't break defense, getting down, and, you know, Regis did a great job blocking that field goal, and the kicker missed another one. But, you know, all in all, they didn't really sniff the end zone. No, and here's the thing, right? I really thought that the secondary played very well in spite of these sort of circumstances. Right. I'll tell you, up. I told you 
throughout the game, I thought Bryce Anderson was phenomenal. When he got in. Getting thrown into this game yeah, unexpectedly. Yeah. I thought he played great. I thought Chappelle yeah. was a really, really good. He got dinged uh, up a little bit. He got dinged up at one point, and boy, then it was real scary. We had yeah. Moten on the field. Johnson got hurt. And and Johnson, yeah. right? So Antonio, yeah, when him and Antonio were both out at one point, then, you know, you, like I said, it was it was out, Richardson out, George yeah. out, Chappelle out, uh, Smoke out, Harris out. That's six. Yeah. That's a starting that's a starting defense, yeah, right? That's a um but they held up either way, right? And I thought Chappelle had a really good game. He was they used him a lot as the force player on the edge, man. Mm-hmm. Where instead of bringing the safety down to be that guy and letting the oh, yeah, corner come up, hits. they bring him right on up in there to be that guy. Mm-hmm. And I remember one play specifically where they were they were running the it was either a GT or a power play, and that guard's kicking out on him, and he sits in there, takes on that, that guard, yeah. underneath comes around it and makes and still gets a piece of the, yeah. the, the ball carrier, right? Mm-hmm. And that just shows you that's a guy that's what 185 pounds soaking wet, maybe, maybe? Yeah. right? I mean, <laughs> just absolutely getting after it. He was doing it over and over again. You talked about that that little uh, bubble play, yeah, right? They sat in there, they run the bubble. We only got two guys out there, mm-hmm. and those dudes just absolutely blow it up. Right? Well, they had to. If they didn't. It's going to be a big play. It's going to be a big play. So I thought the secondary really did a good job. They stepped up. They weren't perfect because, once again, one of the things that we've talked about on multiple occasions, I said it coming into this game, who hurts us? Tight ends. The tight ends. No, that's don't not, I do mean, a great job of covering tight ends. I don't know who was covering them. I mean, nobody. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Cooper I did a good job in coverage every now and then, but he needs to do better. And the tight end, this defense normally it's the safeties covering the tight end somewhat, some one or the other. And a lot of times what you'll see, and you know, you saw it in this game, right? It Gilbert's covering the tight end, he's back at 15, 20 yards depth, right? Yeah. And they've got the receivers, the outside receivers there with, you know, the cornerback playing. And all of a sudden they run the route and they sort of rub the tight end around. Well, Gilbert's already coming from depth. He's coming here to try mm-hmm. to meet the tight end and then chasing underneath the right. route. The tight end's over the top on him and they get him for a big play, right? Yep. Um, you know, they have to. They either have to do something where they're bracketing those guys and communicating between the two defensive backs to try to switch it off, or or he's got to come back over the top because you don't get beat deep on that, right? I'll tell you one thing I need to see is I need to see Antonio Johnson being more of a Leon O'Neal, like a vocal leader on the field, him or Damani, one yeah. or the other. Because that's, that's the two guys I think the defense is going to look to. Yeah. And and they need to get in these young guys' face and say, hey, you know, that's yeah. just and your here, guy. But here's the other thing. That's also schematic, right? That's, that's, that's also schematic because from last year. If, if, if you know that he's covering the tight end, you could also bring them into the – and now yeah. all of a sudden he's covering them from the get-go right there. Well, he's, not gonna, he's not going to get rough. Cooper looks lost, like you were saying before. Cooper looks lost when – We'll get to the linebackers because I think that's the t- – the I got the, the, con- the, the But I'm just talking about the tight end being open. It doesn't seem like he knows if he's supposed to be covering him or yeah. if he's thinking Johnson there, or Richardson. Or somebody's confused because they're never covering the tight end. Exactly. Ever. I mean, we got ten tight ends on our team that are – half of them are all five stars – they got to cover them in practice, right? Right. I mean, I'm just saying. It just doesn't well, we don't throw it to them, so no. No, they don't play. Um, so so I thought that that was the one flaw for this secondary. I thought that they could have done a better job there of communicating, whether it's some some sort of bracket switching some things up or 
or either, you know, walking it up and, and seeing it better. But other than that, I mean, look, Gilbert played a, an exceptional game. I thought he was starting to get tired there towards the fourth quarter. The more I watched him, he didn't come off the field, especially because of the fact that there's guys missing. There's other options. We talked to Anderson. Yeah. You know, Kerr got a lot of playing time with the, with the guys out. Matthews, I'm not sure how much we saw him. But we saw him in the game. We saw him in the game. I definitely claimed to see him in the game on multiple yeah. occasions. Um, right? Chappelle and Jones um, as well. So, you know, those guys got in there. Moten got in there and played quite a bit in the second half. 14 Kerr? Uh, no, 33 is Kerr. Okay. Right, 14's Matthews, right? Okay, that's who it was. That's why I'm trying to get confused with the numbers. And then, yeah, absolutely, me too. And and then 21 Moten got a ton of got a ton of playing time and played pretty well at times. Yeah, you know, he, he had did. a couple, you know, a couple little things. Overall, um, I'd say the secondary did pretty good. I mean, they, Miami did drop some passes on some. I mean, they, they gave us a lot look, of passes. Yeah, and especially look, in key situations. Look, they helped. They helped us out, right? Those receivers yeah. helped us out because there were several passes in key situations that that they just put on the ground that the, the yeah. quarterback delivered on point. Right. Um, now we helped them out with those with those targeting penalties and some different things. So maybe, yeah, maybe yeah, it evens yeah, out. Yeah. Um, you know, let's, let's go to the I'm defensive line. Nancy. I should hear always the negative. I'm a pessimist. Let's go to the defensive line because I think that there's one thing that I really noticed about this defensive line. Well, there's Lack two things. Of. Two things. One is the fact that we are a three-man defensive line half the game. And I know, I don't understand that. I have no idea why that is the case because we have talent up front, our linebackers struggle, and yet we're taking, we're basically taking a defensive line and putting them in a linebacker half the time. And I'm sitting there thinking, well, that guy's not a linebacker. He doesn't know how to play. It, they use they use Fidel Diggs at linebacker a bunch, especially in short yardage. They use Overton at linebacker some. Look, those guys aren't linebackers. Don't stick them back there. They don't know what they're doing. They don't know how to react and do the things that the linebacker does. Not to mention, they're good on the defensive line. I don't get Dirk and what he's doing. Uh, Jimbo's the coach, the boss of this team. He's got to sit down with Dirk and watch his tape in the last game's tape and say, what the hell are you doing? What are you doing? They're gashing us up the middle whenever you do this three-man front. I mean, they're just killing us. Eight, ten yards of carry. Yeah. And we're not doing a damn thing to stop. We're just opening up the floodgates. They're killing us. They ran for 100 and, what was it, 180-something yards? Yeah. And, and once again, same sort of situation. If they would have done what App State did, which was just continue to run it, oh. they probably could have won this game. Probably. But they... They, in their system, what they like to do is let that quarterback throw the ball around a little bit. So you they better did. fix this before next week. I'm telling you that right now. Look, I did think that Regis played better. I thought, look, he made two big, big, big huge, plays. Huge, huge plays. plays. Huge. One knocking down a pass, the other one blocking the field goal, right? Yeah. Huge, huge plays. And then you saw him after that actually sort of a little bit more energy, man. He brought well, some pressure they, a couple of times. He, he got stoked, yeah. But, I mean, Rakes was even getting a little bit of pressure. Rakes had a decent game. Where was McKinley Jackson? What's going on? Is he so still hurt? I don't that's know. the question. Because One play, I think? Two plays in the game? I don't one know. play. I went back and watched it. I saw him one play in there. And if he's healthy enough to play one play, he's healthy enough to play. That so, guy is a monster. What's I mean, going on? He's a returning, starting defensive tackle. Turner, uh, I mean, that Jamar guy. Turner had a good game, too. Yeah. Um, I, uh, what's his name was out? The... D-line. Um, oh, yeah. Uh, Adelier. Adelier. Adelier was out. 
You Diggs, know, I didn't see Diggs all over the field like I'm used to seeing him. Well, they played him so much off the ball that he didn't have the same impact that he has in previous games. He didn't have the opportunity to be that guy on that end. Um, you know, they were using a lot of Overton and Shamar Stewart mm-hmm. at the ends, uh, which, by the way, Shamar Stewart looked good at times. I thought he played very well. Overton looked good at times, played very well. You know, but it, that doesn't mean that you can't – you still have to – Dick still has to get his reps there instead of at linebacker, right? And Jackson, I don't understand. I mean, we've seen him – we saw him in practice. We saw him in the spring. We saw – you know, all these things. We've seen the guy. We've seen the guy play in the, in the years past. The guy's a playmaker. He's he's a guy that needs to be on the field. He's also your most seasoned defensive lineman, right? right? I mean, that guy needs to be on the field. Um, I think he helps you defensively. Make it a four-man line. Stop going to this crap defense, you know, like three-man line with no pressure. He's overthinking it. He is. The whole time. We talked about this earlier. Don't overthink this. Play football. Get up there and punch him in the mouth. We didn't get a damn sack the whole game. That's absolutely right. Six quarterback pressures. Mm-hmm. And I don't even felt like it was six. Here's and the thing. Miami didn't do anything silly. I mean, we just what, And what were we talked about, especially on third and longs? Third and longs? Let your athletes at the in the secondary play bring a little bit of pressure from a linebacker on top of your four-man line. Yeah. Right? Like... Go get after that guy. Make him get rid of the football. We talked about it. we got enough talent in the secondary to man up. Yeah. We can man up. Maybe, maybe, maybe not on a tight end because we don't know where the hell he's at. Yeah, can't but, find him. Yeah. But other than that, I mean, wide receivers, we're manned up. We're doing well. Chappelle, Jones. That, 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 that tight end Jones. move, by the way, that tight end play was sort of a, a slight double move, you know, coming out to the flats and then going deep. Yeah. You know, they don't have time to do that if you put pressure exactly. on them. Right exactly. That's what I'm saying. They're, they're – Van Dyke or whatever his name is, was it seemed like he was back in the pocket all day. And, and those damn receivers, I mean, thank God they dropped it because some of them just, oh. Look, I just don't know why. I just don't know why he's, he's going to that. And we, I do know why. Because as I said, in the offseason when he was tired, it's in his DNA. He loves that three-man line. He loves doing different things like that. This is not the team to do that with. This is not the team to do that with. And the pressure on the quarterback.
in the wrong place right there. They're either, they're either fooled by motion or misdirection, or they're overrunning a gap, or they're, you know, it's just, it, it really is the weakest point of this defense, and it's not even, and it's, and it's hurtless right now, because it's the reason that yep. a team like Half State is able to run for as many yards as it is. Maybe it's the reason why Miami's able to run for, how many did you say a minute ago?
they've got some things that they can work on to make this defense even better. Yeah. Right? Including schematic. Who was your player of defense player of the game? I mean, I think Jones or Regis, but I'll probably go Regis. I like that. I mean, that field goal block was huge. Him getting the energy of what he showed. If we can get that earlier in the game, I think that's going to go a long way. Yeah. Just that energy. I'm talking like either they tackles for losses, getting in the backfield, showing some pressure, mm-hmm. and getting those young guys pumped up. Yeah. Because, I mean, they have the talent. It's, it's all in their head. You know, yeah. that's another thing you did you missed from Leon, right? That energy. That exactly. He was always. Oh, man. It didn't matter. He thought he was the best player on the field, and he'd tell everybody. He'd I want to see more of that. What did he yeah. get a press conference? Oh, he yeah. was talking. Oh, yeah. He was always talking. I want to see more of that. He was like, we're dogs. I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with Chappelle. I really Chappelle. thought, yeah, I, I really thought you'd go Jalen Jones. I really thought, well, I thought about it, and I, I really thought Chappelle just stood out to me in the way he just stuck his head in everything, right? Yeah. He was in so many plays. Uh, Jalen's another guy you could have gone. Yeah, I mean, Gilbert, I thought played a good game. So I mean, there was a number of guys, but I, I'm gonna go with Chappelle, put defense right. player of the game. Um, Who were you disappointed with in the defense? One player. The the linebacker. I mean, Russell. Lee, whoever was it, whichever one was in yeah. there, aside from Cooper. I mean, Cooper wasn't perfect, but those guys are the biggest issue just, right now. I'm more disappointed with Turkin, I guess, than anybody. Yeah, I think they're really good. I mean, I, I, we're so used to Elko, what he did for years, and we got used to it. We were spoiled, I guess. Where's the pressure? That's what I'm saying. And there's no second half adjustments. It's like they make a game plan and stick to it. Yeah. They don't make adjustments. They, That's part of coaching. They play a little bit more four-man coming out of the third quarter, but once again, when he gets in a bind, goes to three. he goes to three. It doesn't make any damn sense. It doesn't make any sense. Uh, all right, around the country, man, just we'll go real quick, sort of rapid fire, some things we learned around the country. Look, Georgia is the number one team in the country. It's not even close. Go place your bets right now for them to put national championship, whatever the odds are. I'm, I feel very confident they – I haven't seen a team yeah. like that in a while. Look, they beat they, they beat South Carolina 48-7, to but it wasn't even that close, yeah. right? I mean, end of the day, look, the defense is dominant. But let's let's go back to the – let's go back to – their secondary has been ridiculously good. But let's go back to the offense because, look, Bennett is a Heisman contender, my friend. That dude is not a caretaker. Yeah. He is not just a, hey – don't turn the ball over, guy. He is making plays for that offense. They have a unicorn also, that Bowers, that tight end. That guy is – I mean, they're running jet sweeps with him. Yeah. That is sick. Unbelievable. Well, he has, I don't so, know what size he is. He's huge. He ran away from the defense on yes, that one pass play. I mean, no, the he scored three touchdowns. And, their I mean, tight ends are amazing. Yeah. And they've got a guy – everybody thought that the guy from the transfer from LSU was going to get in the mix. He can't even get on the field. Yeah. Um, so disappointment there. But Georgia, unbelievable. Those it's guys crazy. are going to run the table. I don't expect them to have a game within 10 points. No, I, I obviously close to 9 20. Look, Bama, OSU, Michigan all took care of business against lower competition, right? Yeah. But they showed up. They scored a bunch of points. They got off the field. Well, I State right in the ship. I mean, everybody's worried about their offense. They scored 77 points. I mean, who did they, they play this week? They played Toledo last week. This week they play Wisconsin. Well, we'll see more about that offense against the Wisconsin yeah. defense. It's known to be better, right? Um... Look, Nebraska still Nebraska. Oklahoma beat the brakes off those guys. Yes. That defense for Nebraska is horrendous. Venable's uh, doing a good job at Oklahoma. The yeah. offense is clicking. The defense. I was a little nervous watching the first quarter too. Nebraska seemed like slow start. Ball, but yeah, he started bringing pressure, turnovers, three and outs. You know, I mean, that's what pressure did. You saw that oh, against yeah. Nebraska. We're like, oh, where's the pressure? And I'll, I'll be damned. Like the next three plays were like sack, sack, and. 
I don't know what happened. I fully agree. I think Venables has done a real good job all, already establishing a different, establishing a different uh, mm-hmm. culture to that defense. Yeah. Look, Arkansas struggled against Missouri State until the fourth quarter. Really, they dominated that game. Yeah. Sort of turnovers. They, but had, they had three the turnovers. Three big turnovers. And then in the fourth quarter, they said the heck with this, and they went. That Missouri State team threw the ball for almost 400 yards, 350 yeah. to 400 yards. They ran the ball for only like 50 yards. But so the Arkansas defense is vulnerable, but at the same time, I'm sure Arkansas is licking their chops about what they They've saw from the Aggies. Exactly. Both Look, defensively and offensively. And they could have been looking forward, right? They could have been looking forward and all those yeah. things. I think we'll get their best game because we do every freaking year. Yeah. It is a big-time rivalry game, right? This whole deal in, in Jerry's world and everything else. And we so. can't look ahead because next the week after that we got Baylor. There is no, no, right? no, no, no. It's, Miss, it's uh, Mississippi State and then Bama. Oh, right? well, either way. So they got Bama the, weekend, the, the next That's week. That's what it is. Maybe. Maybe uh, for them. Michigan State gets beat pretty handily by Washington, Oregon, uh, with a what big you, win what over do you BYU. Pac-12. Pac-12. Are they inconsistent as hell? I know that BYU a week ago beat Baylor. Baylor beat the mess out of Baylor, and then yeah. they show up this week, and Oregon just beats them like yeah. a redhead step child. Oh, Nick looks like he was over yeah. the Heisman this year. So there's, you know, we, throughout the country, there's been some hard to figure sort of games. Yeah. Tech, the Tech offense looks bad with the backup quarterback, and and that that was a struggle. Florida looked very average. Yeah, since that one in Utah, that quarterback has not shown me much at all. I mean, well, even at Utah, right, he ran the football very well, but he didn't yeah. throw it very well. He's, he continues not to throw it very well. Mm-hmm. Auburn is just absolute horrible. Mm-hmm. Absolute horrible. Um, I might be thinking this week. Good luck. Uh, Texas, <laughs> Texas, hey, look, Texas took care of business in the second half against UTSA, really dominated that second half. That's what we should be doing with teams. App State, who beat us last week, needed a Hail Mary to beat Troy this week. Should have lost. Kills me. Um, so, questions from the tailgate brought to you by Frida Holmes, building Aggie dreams, FridaHolmes.com. After a big win against Miami, can this program get things turned around? Keep moving forward. Is that the question? Every week's a new week for this program. We're looking for consistency from quarterback, offensive line play. Mm-hmm. We know we have the skill positions. We think uh, offensive play calling needs to be better. Defense play calling needs to be better. We have the talent, but yeah, I mean, I've watched Arkansas had a rough game. Mississippi State had a rough game. Lost to LSU. LSU's not that great a team. I mean, we got winnable games on there, but they're also very losable games. That's a good point, and and I think you can set both sides of that, right? So yeah. one is, yeah, look, there are some very losable games here, mm-hmm. but at the other side, a lot of these teams struggle, and they, you know, yeah. Florida, Auburn. South Carolina, none of those guys look very good. Maybe. So those are all very winnable games. Maybe our guys will just play up to more talent. So here's here's as they it may be coach speak, but as they say, you know, the only thing the Aggies can do is look at this very next game. Right now, yeah. it's all about Arkansas. Mm-hmm. The very next week, it can only be about Mississippi State. The right. very next week, it can only be about Alabama. And here's the thing, because it, this team is not good enough schematically, whatever, altogether to freaking bypass any opponent at this point in time. Right. So their focus 100% has to be this week's matchup. And the coaching staff's got to get that mentality. The players got to get that mentality. Yeah, because every week, I think every week is losable. Every week is winnable this year. At least freshmen got to get in their heads. They can't do the dumb shit they did last week, going to a game, sneaking out. Right. That's immature. 
Yeah, this look, is a they're, we they're 18 year old kids. They're 18 year old kids. That, that, yeah, made a mistake. They got to be disciplined. They need to be disciplined, held accountable. Yeah. And that's what they did. And they did. And hopefully they learned from One it. One thing I liked about that, you know where I saw Evan Stewart? So. He was on the sideline. He was he was coaching up his fellow wide receivers. Good. He was talking to the quarterback. You know, so he was right into action, and I like that. I appreciate yeah. that about it. So you know, let's hope that they turn that corner. You know, all four of those guys can get on the field right yeah. away. Um, most importantly, right now is Arkansas. Mm-hmm. It's it's going to be a challenge, and we'll talk more about Arkansas yeah. in our next pod. What are the biggest biggest things that need to be worked on this week? Coaching. Coaching. Period for me. I, I need to see better play calling. Yeah. I need to see. I like we talked about. I don't think the offensive line is a problem. I think the coaching has put them in bad situations. Yeah. And they're not. They're not fooling defenses. Coaches so, are being outcoached. I'm going to go with a couple of very specific things. Defensively, I think the number one piece has to be linebackers' eyes and discipline. Right. Has to be. Those guys have to be better. They have to be locked into their keys. They have to understand exactly where those gaps are, and they have to be disciplined and stay within those gaps. And they have to be quick to react to them, right? The moment they see it, boom, go now. And I think that is the first, the number one thing this defense needs to do this week, especially against a team against Arkansas that's going to throw a lot of things that are going to mess up your eyes, right? So they better forget about everything else. They better key in on that tailback. And we have a lot of play action yes. passes, a lot of play action. They're going to hammer the ball at the middle. They've seen how weak we are in the middle from mm-hmm. that three-man. I think we need to set Russell down. And I don't think we need to have Russell Cooper and two of those guys on the field at the same time. That's my honest opinion. I think we're Somebody's got to be on the field. Well, we're going to have to put some safeties out there. Bring them up. I think they're better. They're Richardson in there. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. The other thing is offensive. offensively, to me, the one thing I I, need, I want to see is offensive line, hat placement, first step, getting to where you need to be. If you watch Layden, if you watch the Robbins uh, or Aki, those guys are a step slow because their first step is off, right? So they're always they're always losing the battle from the get go. Look, those guys have to do a better job of being disciplined to take that hard first step to get to the gap they need to be put their hat in the correct spot, and then keep those feet moving. That has to be number one. And then the second thing to me is, can we see can we see some play action over the top? Because Max did, we talked about it, he did a great job of sort of handling the pressure and doing things mm-hmm. and all those types of things. Now, can we implement the explosive play with Max? Meaning that you're gonna have to maybe full protect with the tight end and a full back in there with a play-action pass, try to see somebody, and let one of those super athletes at wide receiver, whether it's whether it's Stewart, whether it's Anais, whether it's Yule Keith Brown, Marshall, and let them go, run a post, run the run the go, and just let it go over the top That's on a play-action pass. I think those are the two things that I want to see. Corey, I'm excited for I this do. week. I'm excited for this week. What are we I'm, doing again, Wednesday? We're going to do another one on we'll Wednesday, about hopefully. Speaking of, how do we do this week on bets? We did pretty good. Hey, we started off down <laughs> about 200, I think, and we ended up up about 120, right? Yeah, not too bad. So you can't complain about that, yeah, can you? No. Nah. Well, I mean, I can uh, always complain. We can always complain. That is correct. Let's see if we can get some uh, goodbye music here. Me the first time. Doesn't this guitar sound there so it is. Good? 
Giga Maggie's AP. Woo! Corey out from the tailgate.